Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, joined by Randy Exton. What's up, buddy? Good day, friend. Good day. Yes, good day. sir. It's good day. Uh, cooling off outside, <laughs> getting into the old uh, October fall. This I saw a funny meme for anybody that's not in Arizona. This this is uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't laugh at this, but like, hey, in Arizona right now, it's like you wake up in winter, you go into spring, then you're in summer during the middle of the day, and you're back into fall at night because it goes from like 40s to 89 down to 36. Wait, it was 103 yesterday or something like that, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, it just it, it swings like 50, 60 degrees throughout the day. Another great one. It was like, oh, it's a beautiful 78th morning of August. <laughs> ah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> it never changes. <laughs> didn't, didn't. Which one is it? We got Come the sound on, effects. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jim Motors, I got a question for you. What makes you different? Ooh. Why would somebody remember coming to you guys? What What is it that makes you stand out over the guy down the street? What are the things that you do that are proprietary, even within your four walls, the way you train, but also how you treat your customers, the customer experience. Because so I can tell you one thing, right now, there's there's really a line in the sand. I mean, in the middle, I guess it's a bell curve. Let's just look at a bell curve. Sure. Right in the middle, you've got everybody doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you go to their websites, what do they provide? Fitness, nutrition, and accountability. Fitness, nutrition, and accountability. That's, those are the things that everybody claims that they do. Yeah, it's what gets results in this arena, right? Right. Then on one end, down on the left, let's just say the underperformers, those people barely do anything. They maybe do fitness and at a really low scale, right? And then on the other end, on the top end, it's like over the top blood work and you know, concierge, concierge right? service, yeah. right? Like those are all the things. There's, there's, it's crowded in the middle. I'll mm -hmm. tell you this. Um, there's, there's people out there looking for a solution that's unique, that's that they're going to remember. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to tell me that your X factor is your community, well, you're you're sadly mistaken. That that's going to hold the distance for you. Mm -hmm. um, there's plenty of people that don't want the community. They don't want to go to the happy hours. They just want to come in and work out. In fact, we learned that lesson the hard way when we tried to host an event and we couldn't get anybody to even show up. But like two years prior, even with the same people, which is, yeah. which is ironic, there's some of the same people here. They were diehards. They were very tribe mentality in today's, in the, in the way we are now with the semi-private is just individualistic. It's totally different. Yeah. 
right? And so we went to this event in Vegas and, uh, you know, one of the speakers was a marketer, right? And, you know, we understood about 99% of what he was talking about. One of the things that he brought up was uh, he worked for a plumber over there, you know, like they were getting leads they were trying to figure out what, what their X factor was. And the, the, the guy was talking to the owner of the plumbing company and he's like, well, what, what do you, you know, walk me through your process? And the guy's like, yeah, well, we'll go in and fix a toilet and then we'll clean the bathrooms top to bottom. And then we'll, you know, schedule them for another. He's like, hold on. <laughs> what did you say in the middle there? He's like, we'll clean the bathrooms top to bottom. He goes, even if you're fixing a toilet, you're going to clean the shower in the mirrors in the sinks. He's like, yeah, that's just what we do. Our, our, our plumbers have a bucket. They have sponges, you know, stainless steel cleaner, you know, granite too. cleaner, Windex, all the stuff. We just make sure the whole place is spotless before we leave. Not just what we're working on. There you go. And the whole room was like, whoa, really? And really what it was, it wasn't the fact that they would fix the toilet. They just left this, this customer feeling like they got taken care of. If you really think about it. the That's guy, it. It, it was above and beyond anything that they really had to do. And wouldn't you believe that they get most of their business from referrals? Well, that, that makes a lot of sense, right? Like, of course, I would tell all my friends if somebody came and they cleaned the whole bathroom, right? Right. When they were just fixing the toilet, yeah. whatever it was. And so it got mm -hmm. us thinking, me and Randy were like, man, what is it? What is it that gyms can do? Or any business for that matter that, that that could be like the plumber that would clean the bathroom yeah let's uh, give a little context to a deeper context to that too it, it, a lot of it was framed in the fact of it's not a, just about the value of the sale today it's about the lifetime, lifetime value of value. that client right? right and so in that arena in that situation you've got a you know, it's a service-based call this person came out to fix a problem right, right. it's not it's not maintenance on a toilet you know what i mean they're mm -hmm. not coming out and they're wearing a cleaning service but the the referrals were higher than anybody could ever expect because of the way that they left the client feeling their follow-up business that they got because of the way they left that client feeling after their first exposure reassured that client or that that yeah that consumer to go back to that the next plumber time. you're the never going to forget it. and that's what it's about right it's it's blowing away the expectation of the client each and every opportunity with the experience one of the things that i want to drive home because i have this conversation with clients all of the time what makes you different your calls with with gym owners all the time if you tell me your programming is the differentiator you are so far from understanding what a client experience is about because the the programming in in training nowadays it's such a small piece of the overall experience as a whole. I'm not saying that it's not important, but the difference between your programming and the gym down the street, if it's not like mind-blowingly clear and evident that these are two different styles of training, it's not the training, right? And that's a big thing. I think most gym owners, if I ask that question, nine out of 10 tell me that their training is mm -hmm. the best that they can, that, that anybody can ever receive. How does a client know that? How does your marketplace know that? Can you can you articulate what makes you different and your training different? If that if again if you can't answer all of those questions with resounding evidence on why, mm -hmm. then it's not, and it's not good enough to get somebody to come back or choose you as the solution over your competitor. Right, and that's what the experience needs to be. I mean, somebody you need to wow your clients. 
you need to wow somebody walking through your door. Is your training alone going to do that? Probably yeah. not. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Now, I will tell you that we're in a difficult situation as a gym. We have clients that come in to use our service several times a week, mm -hmm. whereas for that plumber, it might be once a year. Yeah. Right? But it's also an advantage, right? You get more time with your, with your clients than that plumber does. Uh, but you can't it'd be very difficult to clean the bathroom every time somebody comes in and trains with you. That'd be, that <laughs> yeah. would be a little bit, you know what I mean? That might be a little overboard, but what are the, some of the things you can do? A lot of it's conversational based. Absolutely. It's, it's knowing your client in a way we use the Ford formula, mm -hmm. um, you know, family occupation, uh, recreations, dreams, and desires, and knowing kind of like a little background on each client that makes it really easy for the, for the coach to have that, you know, intimate conversation. It makes that person feel unique and feel like I'm heard. They know me. And that's really what, what you're looking for when it comes to a training facility that I go to that gym because they know me there. Yeah. I'm that, not just a number. That's, that's probably everything to the client. Well, I mean, use yourself. I mean, you gym owners is an example. You walk into a restaurant and, or a bar or somewhere you frequent or whatever. And if that staff knows you, mm -hmm. knows what you order, knows what you like, treats you as the individual that walks through the door, not just a, another person, you're more likely to go back and experience that than you are to go try some, something else and something new where it's cold. You are to somewhat just a number. You know what I mean? You gravitate towards the relationship. And that's what a lot of this comes down to is building yeah. better relationships with the people that are walking through your door. Well, I don't want to brag about this because this doesn't make us look brag. Very, no, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't make us look very good. But we, we got that place in, in Pine Top and, and we mm -hmm. go to this bar called the Lion's Den up there. Yes. And there's more bars in that town. We, we oh, could go to a few other ones, but we, we actually just don't even think about the other ones because the, the front door guy all the bartenders, the indoor security guys, the other clients, I mean, they just know us. Uh, you know, we've been a few times. It yeah. hasn't been like 50 times. We've been maybe four or five times max. Um, and I'm just thinking about, they don't have to do that with us. No. They do it though. They come over, they shake our hands. How you doing? You could do that in your facilities Absolutely. really, really, really easily. And that just keeps them or us from going to another establishment keeps your clients from going down to the gym down the street because 
they know me there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be your probably ultimate goal for just about every client. Well, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, they provide a solution to a service we're looking for. Now, granted, every bar down the street has the same ability to service a drink the way that we like it. Well, and, that's and, the point I'm trying to make yeah. is like, yeah, just like a gym, their workouts can yep. be the same. There's the same freaking old fashioned at the other places they do. They I mean, there's not much different. No. Just like your programming is not yep. much different than the guy down the street. But the X factor is how you do it. Yeah, how you make how you make them feel or whatever that they're appreciated and all these things. Um, so again, we we kind of leverage that formula for our coaches to be able to quickly know that somebody's got a son or daughter, they go to college, they like the golf, they're a dentist, their their goals to to mount to to hike Mount Kilimanjaro, like all those things are right there on the sheet. We leverage those. It, it makes them feel like, God, uh, man, they really know me here. And it, it takes up that in a, in a system where, you know, it is semi-private training here. Mm-hmm. One coach has six clients to focus on. Sometimes you need some of those, I don't want to say shortcuts, but you know what I mean? Like it's almost like a cheat sheet. It's a quick reminder it's for that tool. coach. It's a tool. Great. Yeah. And that allows what could be a sterile numbers-based game very relational, mm-hmm. very one-to-one. It personalizes that training aspect. It personalizes the the time that, that that clients with our coach. It makes that exponentially more valuable than somebody walking in, training, walking out. That's that's this that's the baseline yeah. for for the offering, right? That's Everybody expect- offers that. That's the expectation. Exactly. And so yeah, you you have to look at your business and say, okay, what can we do differently? What do what do we bring to the table? Maybe you start with your team, and you say, okay, what what are qualities that my coaches bring to the table that the, their coaches don't? You know, maybe they are really personable, maybe they are the tactician, and maybe we do have that X factor when it comes to the programming. But it finds a way to be implemented in a systemized strategic manner that does raise the the caliber of your client experience right it can't just be the expectation of fitness nutrition and accountability yeah i mean in in leveraging a tool like semi-private pro allows and frees up your coaches to be able to have those deeper conversations in between sets obviously we're very focused on on the coaching here the cueing the verbal, the visual, the touch, all the things, but like, hey, they're not head down in a clipboard, they're heads up, training clients, head on a swivel, being able to walk around, have that conversation, make somebody feel real special. And then of course you can do those unexpected uh, things that, you know, makes somebody know they're appreciated. I know that uh, there's several gyms out there we work with, they have budgets that they can do the uh, the uh, unexpected wows and yeah. things like that. Somebody loses their headphones, all of a sudden there's a there's a new set of beats or whatever on the desk for them when they get there, like stuff like that, right? But like even that aside, at the end of the day, you gotta make your clients feel like they're the only ones in the gym. Yeah. And because and, you have to appreciate them because they could go down the street. There's enough competition that you got to really go above and beyond. It's not your programming. I mean, cool, your environment's important. Like if sure. it's, if you don't have an air conditioner and it's hot as hell in there, you probably should get an air conditioner. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, you're going to turn people away. Yeah. But like once you got the basics covered, then it's the, it's the feelings. Yeah. The, how you feel stuff. The color of the walls, the music that you play. I mean, how many gyms have you walked into where 
the music that was playing had absolutely nothing to do with the people in there, but it was what the staff or the owner wanted to hear. Yeah. Right. It, it, it couldn't be further from what they should be playing, mm-hmm. but it's about them. Right. They're missing the, that opportunity. They're missing the client experience because they're not focused on what is. What well, it's like you'll never get music time. right. There's no. <laughs> nev- you'll never win on the music game. But there, there, I, 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 there's still some understanding of, you know, mm-hmm. if you're training 45, 50 year old clientele, the latest and greatest of, uh, you know, mumble rap probably isn't what they're listening yeah. to outside of here. So just have some understanding. And again, maybe it's four or five different, you know, uh, stations that you yeah. guys use, but not the other five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It might not be perfect, but at least it's it's in alignment with the clientele that are walking through yeah, your door. for sure, for sure. We've talked about <clears throat> incentivization programs on, you know, uh, podcasts a couple of episodes ago. It's in the same thing. You have to know what your client's desires are, who they are, what they like, where they shop, what what motivates mm-hmm. them. All, your answers for your client experience is right there. It's it's all from the clients that are are currently in your business spending money with you. Mm-hmm. What are the things that that they hold of value, and how can we execute those in a way that make them feel real damn good? Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. So, so listen, guys, I mean, really the point of this episode is, yeah, that was pretty unique in that plumber example, you know, and maybe just think about how you can clean the bathroom, you know, and like, what does that look like for you guys, for your gyms? Um, if, if people are just walking out, I mean, here, I'll, I will take, I'll take this one extra half step further. We, we try to end our clients on a, on a metabolic finisher mm-hmm. and it's not for the ease of doing it. It's so when they're sitting in their cars, they, their heart rate's still high. They get a little bead of sweat dropping down. Like they got something accomplished today versus just, you know, steady state, you know, um, strength training, just, you know, reps and sets, 30 second rest. Like they're, we're going to finish with a Metcon on purpose. It's the feeling that we're going for. It's the feeling when they're sitting in their car and like, oh man, good one today. Good one today. And on top of everything else we talked about with the coaching staff, I mean, your coach, like if you, the coaches are everything uh-huh. it's, you got bad coaches, you got a bad business. It's, it's, it sucks to say that all of everything you're doing is laying in somebody else's hands, but you train them, you, you make sure you hold them accountable. They want to do a good job. There's it's not, they're doing it on, they're not doing anything bad on purpose, but you're, you're at risk if you're not, if you're not talking about this stuff with your coaching staff. And, and that, that, you know, you're, you're the owner of the business. Mm-hmm. Your job is to train the people that are training your clients, right? Level them up. They're yeah. the face of the business because they're the one working with the client every day. Major organization, same thing, right? You're sales organization and your customer service team, mm-hmm. they're, they're the one interacting with your client. It doesn't matter what the owner sitting in, you know, C-level suite somewhere, his opinions, he he might have the idea and the vision, but it's not him that are actually pulling the, sure. the levers, right? Sure. So knowing that, I mean, I can't tell you how many gym owners we talk to, work with that they the owners actually feel handcuffed by the trainers because the trainers are, uh, you know, like they're the diva-esque type where they come and go, they train who they want. The second the training session's over, they're gone. Like you want to talk yeah. about a client experience. That is the absolute worst client experience worst. you can, you can create yeah. for your clientele. Mm-hmm. If you're, if your training staff doesn't have the intrinsic motivation to stick around and see out, you know, your client's needs you got the wrong trainers in yeah. place. It's tough because it is very tough. They've got that relationship locked down too with those clients. Mm-hmm. And so now what? So, well, hopefully they, I mean, 
depends because some of them don't you know what i mean they might be that great trainer have that they might be the face but they might not actually care enough to have the relationship beyond reps and sets so there's a lot that goes into it the training staff obviously i mean that's it's not an easy seat to fill right now guys everybody is in the search for great qualified trainers it just Mm -hmm. is that way um but when you find the people that can do the job coach them up the, the rest of the way and you won't have the issues time and time and time again yep 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 all right well hopefully that helps you guys um start thinking about what what you do different how, how you're different than the guy down the street and then uh, take that and go win that's it for this episode till next time keep changing lives see you on the next one bye all right and thank you for listening to that episode of the built to grow podcast where we help gym owners win now do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online all you need to do is join our private facebook group business talk with fitness professionals Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.